Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the latest edition of ESPN FC. I'm Dan Thomas, joined in the studio today by Stevie Nichols. It's the last day of Kieran Gibbs. Shaka Hislop is back to full fitness as well as we kick things off in the FA Cup. Chelsea booking a place in the quarterfinals, defeating Leeds by three goals to two. But boy, were they made to work hard for that victory. It'd be Leeds who'd open the scoring early on after just terrible play at the back from Pochettino's side. But we see Chelsea respond in some style. Nice goal from Jackson. Mudrick there making it 2-1. Leeds would equalise though in the second half. Joseph's getting his second in the game. But in the end, Conor Gallagher uh, would score the winner. We heard scintillating interviews from Conor Gallagher and Mauricio Pochettino after the game. Conor, that felt like a proper cup tie out there tonight. Yeah, it was uh, a great game. A really tough game. I thought Leeds are obviously a good side. They're doing really well this season. Um, so we knew it'd be a tough game. But uh, to win in, in that way was fantastic. Well, you did what you had to do when you came off the bench, clearly get the winning goal. How much was that fuelled by what happened Sunday? Uh, yeah, a lot, obviously. It's a big disappointment um, and we wanted to you know, bounce back and give the fans something to, to celebrate for and um, thankfully we've done that today. Are you proud of the mentality of this team? Because it must have been a tough few days and then to go behind early on. Yeah, really tough. Um, obviously, everyone was has been down the last uh, few days but we had to make sure we were right for today because it's, it's such an important game and uh, the lads were uh, the lads who started who played 120 minutes uh, the other day were fantastic and uh, got to give a lot of credit to them and uh, yeah, I thought the boys dug deep today and yeah thankfully we, we got the win. Four goals in your last five games finding a nice little flow? Yeah it's nice yeah um, uh, I obviously like to, to score goals and I uh, struggle to do that uh, before the goals have come, so hopefully I can continue to do so. And look, Leicester into the quarterfinals. Did you know it was Leicester before you went out on the pitch? Yeah, just before uh, one of the lads told me, uh, literally a few minutes before we went out. So, uh, yeah, it, it made a difference to, to uh, how we approached the game. We knew Leeds were going to be a, a really good um, good side to play against. And, um, yeah, we're really excited for the, for the next round. And be honest, does it feel like it's sort of FA Cup or bust for Chelsea this season? Uh, well, we want to win... Uh, as many games as we can. Uh, every game we go into is, is so important for us. Uh, we obviously need to um, improve as a team a lot, uh, so we're going to take every game as it comes and hopefully we can get far in this competition and also get up the table in, uh, in the Prem. Connor, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate it. Cheers. Rizzo, are you pleased to get that one over the line into the quarterfinals? Yes, very pleased. I think massive effort from the, from the team. Uh, yes, it was a really tough game because I think Leeds is a very good team. Um, yes, so happy, so happy because with up and downs, you know, in, and during the 90 minutes, I think the team, uh, the team effort was amazing and yes, and then winning the game, I think, was, was good for us. Are you pleased with the mentality shown? Because it must have been a difficult couple of days and then to go behind so early in the game, 
could have knocked you completely off the stride. No, it's very good. It's very good to build our uh, mentality, our, our character, and and wasn't easy the game. But so pleased because I think we I think we score very quick and then we score the second goal. I think the character very good. Of course we concede in the second half, but after we show the character. Madrick, first goal of the year. Smile comes over your face when I say that. How much confidence will that give him? Nah, it's important for him, you know, to feel to build the confidence. I think he's a, he's a very talented player. <laughs> but of course uh, it's about with time to be more Connected with the with the game, with the team, I think today 90 minutes for him is important. And Leicester is the draw at home. Fancy that one? Yes, because I think playing at home always uh, is important. Um, and from our fans, I think our fans always help us. Um, yes, uh, it's going to be tough because Leicester is uh, is in the top on the table on the championship. They are doing fantastic. Like I think the, the two best team today so far is Leeds and and of course uh, um, Leicester. And it's yes, uh, it's going to be really really tough. And but yes, now thinking in Saturday over the player and, and of course um, confident for the next uh, the next competition. Richard, thanks for your time. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Frank LaBeouf joins us, Frank. I'll tell you what, when they went 1-0 down, you thought, uh-oh, this is going to be a new rock bottom for Chelsea. But fair play, they responded very well. Yeah, and it is uh, it is what really matters, in fact, the, the result. Because uh, um, if we look at the game, they were, like Pochettino was saying, uh, ups and downs, um, bad start. Then they, they came back just before first half. They went back to sloppiness and... Uh, and beginning of the second half, they, they considered uh, chances and a goal. And they, they reacted uh, well at the end. So at the end of the day, it's a win. It's what important, especially in the, in the cup tie. Uh, but well, we can say it's everything but perfect in, in that matter. Um, but I think we should stop, you know, asking questions for, for players and, and coaches at the end of the game because I could have answered to all questions and I really knew exactly what they're going to say, you know. That's, that's really boring. <laughs> Everybody's good when they play against. We're going to do the best. We talk to each other. I mean, th those answers are so uh, politically correct that they, they don't really... It's a waste of time. Really, it's a waste of time. What would you have said then, Frank, <laughs> hey? Mr. I'm better than the managers? <laughs> no, no, no. I will no, no, but you can see, no, but you can be you can be honest. Well, saying yeah, everything was far from being good. <laughs> we know where we are not good. We know we're going to work. But saying that Leeds is is good, Leicester is going to be good. We work hard. We talk to each other at halftime. We're going to do better. We all know that. We know that those songs, and we know that it's only what people want to hear. You like you're there to be to please people, to please maybe the fans or the, or the medias, but you're not saying the truth. The truth is, well, you know, we didn't do, we didn't do good. And I was, when I was a player, I was able to say, we didn't do good. It's a shame. We have to work harder. We're going to talk tomorrow and we're going to do the things. And uh, against Leeds, we should have won because we are Chelsea. It's not that Chelsea Leeds was good. It's because we were average. Leeds is a good team. It used to be a big rivalry between the, the fans and the, the two clubs. But come on, it's Chelsea. It's Premier League team. It's Chelsea Football Club. Uh, and they were average today. Uh, it takes a lot to get Shaka going. Uh, <laughs> but the opening goal that Chelsea conceded, Shaka had you shouting quite a lot at the time. It, it's, it's ridiculous on, on so many levels. To, to, to start with, yeah. I'm not sure why Sanchez plays the ball to De Sassi when he does. When... 
when then the Sassy plays the ball to Caicedo, and there is absolutely nothing Caicedo can do with this ball. There is nobody within 30 yards of Caicedo. He, he can't even clip it around the corner to, to, to somebody to say, well, th that, that's, that's what we're doing. This just feels like Chelsea, Mauricio Pochettino says, we're going to pass the ball out to the back, and therefore Sanchez decides, well, I'm going to pass, he says pass the ball out to the back, so I'm going to pass the ball out to the back. There, there is nothing about, about that play that made any kind of sense. It's, it's, and, and this, on the back of, of the weekend's result, I mean, it... it we spoke about a lack of leadership within Chelsea, and, and that just kind of summed it up. Nobody is willing to just look at the situation and able to decide this is what we're doing, regardless of what we were told. I feel we've been a bit negative about Chelsea, considering what they've done, what they've achieved, considering, of they course, what happened the weekend. They've been Leeds 3 to the last minute. Frank's having a go at Pochettino afterwards. You're having a go at Caicedo. It wasn't even Leeds' team. All right, okay, I'm trying to be a little positive here. Well, Gallagher wasn't even happy. Have you no. ever seen somebody win a game and look so, look so sad? No, he was, he was tired. tired. <laughs> somebody had to remind him too. Pochettino was the same. Somebody had to remind them they right. actually won the game. Right. But then maybe they know they're not very good. Okay. Maybe that's this exactly helping my do. positive spin I'm trying to put on this. Well, uh, surely, never mind just Chelsea, but any proper team, surely the, the, the coach or the manager, whatever you want to call them, has to give the players a little bit of leeway and say, right, we want to pass it out from the back, but you've 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 got you've got the decision to make whether you think playing a longer ball is is more beneficial for us to get out. But in the end, surely they won. Be. That was nice, wasn't it? That was good for them. Well, it's it's more good luck than than good play. Oh, they could have lost two or three. Karen, you've still got some optimism in your Frank, life. Frank's looking for the what truth. Come on, Karen. Frank Come on. wanted the truth. Come on, Karen. Bring it. Give us a positive to you. I've got nothing positive. But Shaka's right. Shaka's right. You know, game management. It's like, you know, you've just lost uh, a really important final that was important for the season. And it's the opening 10 minutes of the game. It's 4v4. You know, they've got a man mm. on each player on the back line. There must have been, there must have been a lot of space yeah. in the third line. Oh. I'm not quite sure why... You know, they've decided to play out from the back there. But listen, like you said, they had to respond and they did. I thought yes. the second I thought the equaliser was a really good goal. Yeah, yeah Mudrick was a goal. really it was a really well taken goal. Mudrick had you know, he was in and out in the game. Um, I thought Mudweke, I thought he was bright. Um, and Cole Palmer. When Cole Palmer came on, he just opened up the game a little bit. Um, but still, still a lot of question marks over this. The shot. three goals were good. The three goals were good. That's oh, as good. positive as it can be. How hard do you fight if you're Chelsea yeah. to keep Conor Gallagher for next season? Is he good enough? Well, I mean, in, uh, at the moment, in this Chelsea side, he's, he's one of their most important players. I think the fact that he's a homegrown boy and one of the only ones left is so important to, to, for, for any But does he have the quality enough to be... In your Chelsea 11? I mean, I think right now he has the, the heart and the desire that we haven't seen from the other players, right. which, which regardless of whether he's good enough quality-wise, he is a really important part of, of this Chelsea football team right now. But would, he get, would he get a game for the top three? No. He wouldn't, would he? No, but, no. but, but, uh, but and here's the, here's the silly thing with, with, with Chelsea in that, OK, you're starting to plan 11 for next season. 
you started to think, who are the players I can afford to get rid of first? And Gallagher isn't one of those. No. And then the ridiculous thing about, again, this version of Chelsea is you might have to sell him because he's a homegrown player. And, and, and the, the financial issues you've, you've already found yourself in, you're not going to get Champions League football, European football of, of any disguise uh, next season. So now all of a sudden, one of one of your Who'd better you players, you have to sell I mean, so Who did you get rid of? I mean, not, none of the back four people. Has anybody in that back four people are going to come and say, oh, I want that guy? Mm. Yeah. Or the goalkeeper? No. You're, you're not getting 100 million for Fernandez or Caicedo. Sterling? Mudrick? Nobody's taking Mudrick. Nope. Mudrick? <laughs> no. So, even, even, if you don't, even if you don't want to sell Gallagher, who else can you sell? Yeah. Uh, Frank? Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. Um, um, Gallagher is maybe the only one you could sell. Or maybe Cole Palmer, <laughs> but if you really need money. But that would be, a, a, that would be crazy because you just got him and they, he's a fantastic player. The, the player. Mm the Chelsea player right now. So, so but that's, that's hard. But it's true that Gallagher, I think you have to keep Gallagher. I mean, he's the spirit for me uh, uh, and uh, of the team. He's the guy who, who can give a boost. He, uh, he starts to get a little bit of experience. And, uh, and I, like, I like that his presence. I like him fighting in the middle of the park. You know, I saw Frank Lampard playing for West Ham and I played against him and he has so much so, I'm sorry to, to, be, to be frank, but he has so much weaknesses. I, I, I couldn't bet on him. And I saw him improving his game get, be, uh, when he came to Chelsea and, and grew up like crazy and became one of the best midfielders in the world. So I want to believe that Gallagher had that. Had that. We'll see if he gets it, but he has that. And, uh, and today he proved that he's, he has the right spirit. He comes on, scores goal, talks well. Too well, too politically correct, but talks well and and say and and works hard for the club. So that's what I'm expecting for a player, and it's not what we see from every players. Frank, is that it for you for the show now? Are you done? Wow! Really? Yeah, I oh, think so. Uh, can I? Can I? I would say one one positive thing. I agree with with Shaka. The three goals that Chelsea scored were absolutely beautiful. Did you know less than 10% of Americans own an e-bike? Here's why that should change. Studies show e-bike owners actually end up exercising more, plus getting outside more. If you're looking for a balanced lifestyle and everyday adventures, you need to check out Electric e-bikes. They are the number one selling e-bike brand in America. Their bikes are typically foldable, pre-assembled, and have serious range up to 150 miles on some models. Check them out today at electricebikes.com and add some more adventure to your week. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Bikes.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't a search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work, use Indeed for scheduling, screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash FC. Just go to Indeed.com slash FC right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on the podcast. Indeed.com slash FC. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Manchester United are through to the quarterfinals of the FA Cup. A late Casemiro header would prove to be the difference between the two sides as they beat Nottingham Forest by one goal to nil. Uh, United then through. Here's Eric Ten Hag. Eric, congratulations into the next round, but you left it late. Is the overriding emotion of relief? Uh, it's the best day to score by the end. So on Saturday, uh, uh, we felt a defeat in the so in the stoppage time. Today we scored just before the end of the time. So yeah, we, we scored in the right moment. What did you make of the performance overall? I think uh, second half after five six minutes, uh, then we found the game, and then I think we were continually in their half, and we take on, uh, we took control of the game. Uh, we created also some chances. Uh, before that, uh, um, yeah, we had to make some some changes. Then you see the routines again fell away a bit. Once um, yeah, we uh, have that control in the game, uh, and when we make that uh, double sixes, uh, and we are keeping the ball and passing the ball from one side to the other side, then and we took the control. And I think before that also we had big chances first half with Scott McTominay twice with, uh, with Marcus Rashford, but also we allowed them uh, to create some chances and there was yeah, of course the quality from Forrest had a very good counter-attack, but uh, we should avoid that. Just how important could this win be in the context of your season? Every win is important, uh, but um, we take it 24 hours and then we move on. And it's a big week, isn't it, as well, having the derby. And then, of course, it does look like it's going to be Liverpool in the next round at home. Uh, it's fantastic. So, fantastic games coming up. And so, uh, this team, what they show today, uh, that is great. But they, they have to show every game. And that is what I have seen over the last couple of months, only on, not on Saturday. And so, sometimes uh, it's the case, but then still you have to find a way to win. And today, definitely, we found a way to win. Is the key now for Manchester United to find consistency? Yeah, but we were consistent. <laughs> so uh, we, we lost one time in uh, 24. <laughs> so we are consistent. But it's not so easy when you have the whole backline um, and we have to shuffle there. We have to uh, play uh, players in different positions. But I'm very proud they did it, they managed it. Congratulations, well done tonight. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, Mark Ogden was keeping an eye on this game uh, for us. Mark, in the end, United deserved it, yeah? Is that fair? Yeah, they did. They got there in the end, and you know, Casemiro got a late goal. Um, look, they got a win. That's the main thing, isn't it? United haven't played well today. They didn't play well at the weekend, but you know, getting through to the quarterfinals, they got a tough tie against Liverpool, but they got the win, and that is massive going into the weekend against Man City because they needed some positive momentum. Had they not gone through tonight on the back of the Fulham defeat, it would have been. It's going to be a tough enough game as it is against City mm. without having the negativity of a defeat. So that's the positive, but. We can't kid ourselves. It wasn't a great performance, but they got the results. That's a good thing. A bit Chelsea-esque almost, Shag, isn't it? Get it done, but the performance not yeah. spectacular. Listen, I, I thought the performance, particularly in the first half, wasn't that great. I thought Nottingham Forest then, for some reason, decided to press Manchester United a little higher up the park in the second half, and that allowed United to play more, more of their natural game, and, and, and they, they certainly controlled it. But... Uh, they, they, they lack the cutting, cutting edge. Hoyland not, not available to them. And, and really, you just wondered where, where that goal was going to come from. 
on the other end of the park, I just saw United's back four look very vulnerable to any kind of physicality from, from Iwani. Um, I, I say like cutting edge. Rashford had a chance. A fantastic builder from Manchester United, which put play Rashford through in the channel, and, and his finish just really was 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 awful. And it it just spoke to that lack of quality, that lack of a finishing touch in the attack in the attacking third that that, that cost Manchester United. And and in the end, it, it come from a set piece and and Casemiro again um, popping up right place, right time, but just so much of United's otherwise. A decent to good play, just kind of withered to, to nothing because there was just nobody with that instinct in and around the forest box. Been a lot of talk about Anthony over the last few weeks. Mark, how do you assess his performance given that he was given the start today? Listen, Anthony's one of those wingers who spends more time attacking his own goal than the opposition goal. He just doesn't go forward. He, he, he kind of stops, plays a square pass, doesn't go anywhere. And I think tonight was more the same. And it's just not good enough. I mean, he tried, but he's not good enough. And I think, you know, he's one of the many problems United have got. I think the bigger problem is trying to find the role for Marcus Rashford. He's got five goals all season. You know, Erling Haaland scored more in an hour against Luton last night than Rashford scored all season. And I think, you know, Rashford isn't comfortable in the centre-forward position. He doesn't look happy there. He goes dropping deep, and it means United have got a big hole to fill at centre-forward. He's just, he didn't look content tonight. It looked like he was struggling to find his rhythm, struggling for the position he played. But, you know, Ten Hag has got to solve a lot of issues. And, you know, I've been critical of Ten Hag, as you know. But I think we have to be give the guy a bit of a, a break in the sense he's got eight first-team players missing right now. Big players, Luke Shaw, Lisandro Martinez, Rasmus Hoyland, you know, players that will get in the team. We haven't seen Mason Matt virtually all season. So that has, has left a big hole on the United side. But the players that are filling the gaps, they're not good enough. You know, Victor Lindelof, Anthony, Scott McTominay, they're just not Man United level, but it's what he has to work with. I don't think he's doing enough with what he has to work with, but still, he's got a result tonight. But I think at the weekend against Man City, you can't find any reason to say that United will get a result there. The big question after this, Mark, will they have tomorrow off? <laughs> well, you know, they might want to go in there and celebrate having, uh, having had a win. They might want to go and watch the video back and say, yeah, we won last night, so let, let's go in. But no, listen, they need, sometimes the players need a break because if, if they are, you know, over, overplaying, you know, doing a lot of training, they do need a break. But let's not forget, Man United are out of Europe right now, so they haven't got a busiest workload in the world. They've got... Premier League and the FA Cup, that's it. So they shouldn't need a day off. They should need to uh, get back on the training pitch and prepare for, for Man City away. They need every training they can get for that. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. The scoreline may have flattered the host, but Liverpool through to the quarterfinals of the FA Cup with a 3-0 victory over Southampton. So he's had quite a few chances early on in this tie, but in the end, Liverpool get it done and go through to the next round. Also, Lewis Garcia, along with Stevie, who's uh, watching this uh, for us. Uh, Lewis, they were made to sweat at times from a Southampton side. We'll be disappointed that they didn't take those chances. You need to do that when you play against a Liverpool that is full flow. It's in a great moment with a lot of confidence, and it doesn't matter who is playing, that they deliver. And today I thought that at some point 
uh, the manager Jürgen Klopp was going to call someone from the stand and say you can go and play on this game because after when I saw in the last part of the game just throwing Treo Maris that is a 16 years old when you play again this moment I think they were all enjoying it's true like uh, Steve mentioned the first 20-25 minutes, they didn't adapt well to, to the game. They were making some mistakes on the build-up. But after that, pressing very high, that intensity that Jürgen managed to send, not only to the first team players, but also to the academy. I think the whole system of the academy is playing the same way as the first team. You can see the, 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 the way, the mechanisms that uh, Jürgen uh, talks to the players, how they adapt to every single situation, how they play exactly the same way. And again, it doesn't matter if they're playing in the 11 started with the full team or half of the team from the academy that uh, McConley, Clark and Bradley showed that his composure in the second half they showed the quality that they have and up front we knew about uh, Gapko and Elliot but the uh, Comas gave us that first goal even it's true that with a little bit of deflection but it's also the start of what he, he become the second half Liverpool uh, a very good team uh, very confident and in the end uh, scoring those uh, two more goals that I think they were well deserved so not an easy game for Liverpool to the start, but in the end it was quite an easy result. Chaka Callagher was, of course, fantastic in the Carabao Cup. He's great here today against... Yeah. At what point, as a goalkeeper, who's second string do you think, I need out? Um, if I'm Callagher, I'm starting to think that now. Right. And, and, and listen, while rightly we, we're singing Callagher praises over the last couple of weeks for, the, for those performances, I can't think of, a, of an occasion where he's come in and, and not stood up mm. and, and, and not delivered... A, a good performance. So at, at some point, while I, he's not better than Allison, he doesn't need me to tell him that. Um, but to continue to improve, you've got to play consistently. Um, and and I think at, at this stage of, of of his career, of his own development, he needs to start having having that thought, you know, and and, and getting his his representatives to to find what is the right opportunity for him because he's still young still developing in the game you also don't want to throw yourself into a situation where um you aren't allowed the one thing that Jurgen Klopp allows you to do is grow in the game to make mistakes you don't you don't want to find yourself in a situation where where you can't and and you end up regressing that all right he looked tired he's, he, he looked heavy-legged to be honest I think I said that Dan had shown him the way to go with a little dink, mm. but I think at the same time, if you if you are heavy legged, then you're not thinking clearly, and it affects every single thing you do. But I thought I thought Gakpo looked tired tonight. Uh, let's get some reaction then, shall we, from the Liverpool camp as they book a place in the quarterfinals of the FA Cup. Nadem is with his mate Klopp. So Jurgen, congratulations. Can you talk us through your emotions over these last few days? It's been incredible. You've got a League Cup trophy and you've got some debutants and some debut goals as well. Yeah, we had super difficult moments as well because after the game we, we got um, aware of the fact that Ryan is probably injured, as Vataro a little bit injured, which was pretty clear that he will not be available for today with no players available is already difficult. Yesterday, Maka was not there because he was ill. Today, Robo got ill. So it was not. We were not only flying since the final. Let me say it like that. So it was a super difficult task, and you saw that today. We we throw a team on the pitch with pretty much no training, if you want. Joe Gomez, first time in his life on six, played an incredible game. Wow, oh God, loved it so much. Together with two. 
academy graduates who played eight from time to time, but in a different in different circumstances. So in the first 15 minutes, we were all over the place. We and, and Southampton, with the way they play, um, caused us real problems. And Kvyf needed to save us. He did, thankfully. We found a bit better into the game, and we scored this wonderful goal, 40 something, I think. So in a good moment, helped us and didn't help Southampton. So they had the momentum, I would say, in the first half, um, even when we got better and better and better. But our midfield press was just on there, and that's super intense. When you're always too late, it's the most exhausting thing in football. You still have to run, but you don't get there. Um, and we had to improve that, and thankfully we could do that in half-time. Yeah, already through the first half at half-time then properly. And we played a good game and scored wonderful goals. Absolutely, you did. And how important would you say your senior players are when you have to play some of the youngsters there? You cannot play them all together. That's the reason. We could have said we start with James on six and um, Bobby and Trey, who came on. What the boy, <laughs> by the way. Um, but that makes no sense. The boy being, you need to create circumstances where they can go. Today it was on the edge. Too many together. Kumas, you could see. Luis Kumas, a sensational finisher. Playing against the championship top side on the left wing is like, well, yeah, you don't get a lot of the ball. You cannot just pass dribble, dribble past him. But he found a way to score a wonderful goal. So, um, so it's it's really tricky. So there are, there are steps to make for them, obviously, but that's not a problem. So, um, but they had a week. <laughs> um, you know, I had a special week, but their week uh, they will definitely never forget. And to put a bow on that week. How many of those youngsters saw the draw before the game? I have no clue. I knew it. Somebody told me, but you don't know if it's Nottingham or Manchester. The only thing we knew is it will be an away game. And, but I, they will, will have seen it, you know. This generation is social media. I'm not sure. Um, probably they know it before I, everybody else. Um, I'm pretty sure they knew. We didn't speak about it. Um, so now it's Man United. So, yeah. <laughs> they are probably easier. Um, games to play, but how can we now um, um, care about that? We just have to go there, and on that day, whenever it is, in two weeks, three weeks, I'm not sure, um, we have to find football players, because that's our main problem in the moment. Um, because now we have to go to Nottingham, which is really is a tricky place to go anyway, um, and have to <laughs> play a good game. Well, thank you very much, Jürgen. Oh, likewise. likewise. Thank you very much. Thank you, what did he say? I don't know what was going on there. Why didn't we have the sound for that bit? That's the most interesting part of the interview. Oh, what happened there? I prefer it when Jürgen's angry with Needham. That's much more exciting. Uh, so then, Luis, we've got Manchester United now. Liverpool in the next round. Well, uh, again, like uh, Jürgen mentioned, it's not the easiest game. But at the end, when you are in the competitions, you know that you have to win every single one of the opponents to, to get the trophy. So it doesn't matter if you go away on the quarterfinals or semifinal or in the fifth round. It's about arriving to the final and win it. So it doesn't matter to find right now Manchester United don't see it on the final. I think it's a very attractive game. Probably not in the best moment because Liverpool will arrive. Like Jurgen just mentioned, we, we won't see a lot of the players they are right. Injury, they got six games and very important games against City, against uh, uh, Prague and um, of course there is a lot of games that come thick and fast so they must be ready because against United you know there is always a special game but again it will be exciting and I'm sure that the, the, the young kids will be ready to the, to the challenge. Yeah, it's supposed to be the Merseyside derby that weekend in the league that will get bumped uh, later on in the uh, season. Uh, last thing United won isn't it? Liverpool coming into town Mark? 
Probably City coming to town is probably worse. But no, I mean, I think yeah. I think this is a game that United can win. I think, you know, I think it's a game that Liverpool can obviously win. But I think, I think United at home to Liverpool is a much better tie than United at Anfield. They, they have a terrible record at Anfield, but at Old Trafford they do have a, a half-decent track record against Liverpool. And I think by then United might have some, some players back a couple of weeks away. Hoyland might be back fit. I do think it's a game United can win. And probably it's a, it's a game that could actually... You know, bring them to, bring them together. You know, energise the team and the fans a bit. So, in many ways, it's a good tie for United. But obviously, they have to do it on the pitch, and that's going to be difficult. It depends what sort of team Liverpool put out. If it's the full strength, you know, big guns got a problem. If it's half strength side that has got kids in it, maybe United will have a better chance. But I, I think United will be quite happy about the tie, as, as daft as it sounds. I think it's not a bad tie for United. Wow, Mark Ogden, positive about Manchester United. Put that in your diary, everyone. Now, the cup action continues in Spain. Tomorrow, a huge game at San Mamés. Athletic Club taking on Atletico Madrid. Remember, Athletic Club have a 1-0 lead going into that tie, which is live on ESPN Plus at 3.30. And with Mallorca beating Real Sociedad yesterday, no doubt about it, whoever wins this tie will be big favourites going into that final in Seville, Luis. Yeah, definitely. After I can tell you that right now, Mallorca is in a fantastic shape. I think Aguirre has done an amazing job. He's through the plane against Real Sociedad. He wasn't the Real Sociedad that we all knew from the beginning of the season. They look a little bit poorer. They, you can see they got some vulnerabilities at the back, and they don't have the strength at the front, even though that Oyarzala was back in the second half. But uh, in this game uh, between Athletic Club and uh, Atletico de Madrid, yeah, all in favor right now is on Athletic Club because Griezmann is not going to be ready. So it looks like up front they're going to be playing Morata and Correa. Yeah, fantastic partnership. But when Griezmann is not on the field, you know that Atletico Madrid is not the same. So great and exciting game that we are going to see tomorrow. And I would love to see this Atletico Madrid going through. They need to get back to that one goal lead that Athletic Club has got from the Metropolitano. But playing against uh, against Athletic Club at their stadium, I think San Mamés is one of the most exciting, most vibrant uh, stadiums in, in Spain. And they're going to be very, very difficult to, to get beat. So right now I see more favorites Athletic Club to go to the final and face at Mallorca. Uh, Luis Garcia, thank you very much. Of course, we'll be reflecting on that game on the next edition of ESPN AFC. Uh, be sure to join us for that. And then afterwards, it's back to the league. Saturday at Mestalla, Valencia taking on Real Madrid. Sunday, sees Athletic Club take on Barcelona. All those games, just a reminder, live on ESPN+. Plus. You want more reaction to Liverpool beating Southampton? You're going to get it. Nathan Manua joins us pit side. Nathan, what was going on post-match interview with you and Jurgen? What happened? I was just telling him how much I love him. That's all it was, Dan. You know, because I'm I'm not biased. I love everyone. Oh, so yeah, that's wow. all it was. What, what, what's the problem? What's going on? No, not a, don't go on the defensive. No, he's going on the back foot straight away. Oh. I was just asking because we didn't pick up the audio, but we saw quite a nice moment considering oh. Oh. considering the history between these two. Yeah, to be yeah. fair, I think we've acknowledged the fact that we're both great players at our pop, <laughs> so you know, we sort of talk about the game on a different level now. Kieran, no, do you know this story? I, always, I enjoy no. listening to him talk. Uh, so, sorry, sorry to interrupt, yeah, Nathan, so fill me in. Uh, so last year he interviewed um, Klopp. I think he lost <coughs> or it was a tight win, and Klopp goes to him, I'm not sure if you've ever played the game. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, uh, I 
was so happy. So happy. <laughs> Nate, did you pull the archives? Did you pull uh, the archives? Out? Did you pull the archives out on him? No. Listen, no, 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 Kieran. Listen, the issue is if you have to explain somebody who you are, you're probably nobody at all. So I just left it. I let the internet deal with it itself. Don't I know, worry I about know me, who mate. you are, Nate. I know who you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the next time he got Jordan Anderson to go with him, go, Jordan, tell him, tell him who I am. Tell him that I used to play. He was really, really happy after that win. Yeah, he was. But then he was also talking about the fact that, say, they've still got injuries. Gravenberch being injured from the weekend. And he knew that within that game itself, they did struggle for certain elements. And I think they said as well, Robertson was ill before the game. I think a couple of others. So it wasn't even the team that he wanted to play. So to sort of have a mix and match team go in there, seeing Joe Gomez go and play in the six, he knows that's not his position. Like, he did, he did fine. He did fine, but he knew it was an important role that needed to be filled in this moment. So I think the fact that they've come off with nobody else being injured, I don't believe. A 3-0 win, seeing youngsters sort of scoring goals at the cup, seeing a 16-year-old walk on the field as well. I think overall he's happy, but then his face changed when he remembered he's got Forrest at the weekend. There's no time to really sort of relax and enjoy it. It's just business as usual, which is probably one of the reasons why he's probably going to pack it in at the end of the season. Uh, then, of course, face Manchester United uh, in the next round. Meanwhile, uh, your former side, Manchester City, with a home tie against Newcastle. Not as bad as maybe it was even a few months ago. Yeah, to be honest, given the way that Newcastle have been throughout the season, I think it feels like a very different side to say what Newcastle thought they were going to be at the start of the year. But I think from the other side of that, when you listen to Newcastle players and the manager speak, I think they do see the FA Cup as being a priority. Yes, they did scrape through against Blackburn yesterday, but they know what they're going to have to go and do against City. Yes, they'll probably need to ride their luck at certain points, but there's a belief that they can go and get a result there. So I don't think it's necessarily a foregone conclusion, but Man City at home, especially as sort of reigning champions. You've got to really fancy them, but I think the game might be a bit more complex than some people think. Uh, that is it. That brings us to the end of what has been a frantic old show. Thank you very much for being with us. But stay tuned. Stevie, Chaka and Kieran are here to answer some of your questions. Welcome to the latest edition of Extra Time. Thank you for your question, Stevie. I felt like you were going to say something. It, was a bit, it seemed a bit random that at the end. What, the watch party? Hi. Well, I suppose we had... When has whatever we've done not been random? Yeah, How are you? A lot of people worried about your health after someone may have tweeted out the picture of your cut head. Oh, cheers. I wonder who that <laughs> <is>. <laughs> I mean, in the middle of the words, who put a branch there? <laughs> you walked into a tree. I walked into a branch here. Oh, that's beautiful. Uh, Shaq is here as well. How are you, Shaq? Right. People have been worried about your health as well. I've been okay. Given the state of you, well, you came back from carnival. Yeah, it was, um, I was, it was a little rough. Yeah, little you rough. were. Yeah. But I'm uh, feeling much better now, thank the you, Dan. still a little husky. Still a little husky, but right. you know, um, I'm coping. Uh, Kieran's last day with us. Kieran, yeah. trains. I've had a great time. Unfortunately, I've got to go out, out with Dan for dinner tonight. But Well, you've got to, got to pay your great. dues uh, somehow. What, what um, dues is that? You lost a bet? No, I have to drive him around, don't I? Oh, he doesn't have a car. Oh. I've got to pick him up in the hotel. He loves it. He loves oh, yeah. It. <laughs> Highlight of my day, Kieran. <laughs> Do you know he got into the car today with his headphones in? <laughs> Great. Just, just sat on your back? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't talk to me. Uh, do we have Kieran's special picture? Do we have that available? What? Um, I'm not sure if you follow Kieran on, on Instagram, but... Oh, yeah. right, <laughs> really. 
is. Tell you what. Oh, goodness. That's that, not bad, that, is it? That is, oh. on, that is on a par with Dan Thomas at the side of the net. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how sultry you are. Wow. Oh, I've some serious Photoshop going on there. Somebody wow. Look at oh. tell you to do that. Oh, just, oh, look, at, look, look into my eyes. Look into my eyes. Oh, look at that. Beautiful. Very nice. Oh, goodness me. What's what you wearing? What's on What's the name of that garment? Oh, vest, sleeveless vest, sleeveless vest. Just oh, right. this old thing I threw on. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, so like, uh, <laughs> what was what was that for? <laughs> that was for Soccer Bible, an event with Soccer Bible. They came to Miami to do um, art, fashion, culture. You just every, when I think of art, culture, and fashion, I think, think of, of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I didn't know much. Where did you go? Get a bang direct. Some things you can never figure out. <laughs> okay, right, let's get on with this. Shaka, start, bench, drop, sell these four Premier League goalkeepers. Why has it gone so hard? All right, go on. Okay, ready? Mm. David Seaman, Edwin van der Sar, Peter Schmeichel, Petr Cech. Start, start, Peter Schmeichel. Okay. As I've said time and time again, I think he's the best goalkeeper the Premier League has seen. And then what, what's second after that? Well, it's well, up to you. Seaman, van der Sar, Petr Cech. Cech. Van der Sar. Now I'm going Simon and then Van der Sar. There we go. Mm. There we are. Who's the greatest goalkeeper you have behind you? I'm going to say Petrček. Petrček? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Um, shot stopping, commanding, calm when he needed to be in the big moments, um, experience. I did like I did like playing with uh, Joe Hart though as well. I oh, yeah? Joe Hart was great. Yeah, yeah. With England. Uh, Shaka interviewed Petrček for this once, and he revealed that he's got Shaka's uh, shirt. They swapped shirts. And... Pride, of, pride of place in his trophy cabinet. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Very, very excited wow. about it. All. I'm sleep on Shaka. Uh, well, Shaka sleeps on Shaka. <laughs> 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 for all, who on this Chelsea squad would actually keep go keep? Who would you keep going forward? Palmer. Oh Palmer. Uh, yep. Right? I, I think Mudwick. I, I think I'd give him Mudwick another go. Would you? Yep. Yeah. Okay. I think he's he's got something. I can see I can see something in him. I'd also keep the two boys in the middle, by the way. As well. Enzo and Kaiseda. Yeah. Yeah. I think they've they've gone through a lot this year. And I think that, you know, when you've gone through those difficult times and you come out the other side... Have they come out the other side? Not, not yet. I, I think Kaiseido like, will come good. I'm, I'm, I have my doubts about Enzo, mm -hmm. don't I? Oh. Oof, not many. Colwell? Oh. Colwell has been oh, well. solid. Right. I'm struggling after that's that. Right, that's honestly, honest, yeah. don't worry. For Stevie, I hope you're recovering well. Yes. <laughs> what, what happened, Stephen? <laughs> Klopp and his team decision to enforce the same system through all the age levels at Liverpool has seen the seamless transition of youth into the senior team. How important is the right system for unlocking the full potential of a player? Huge. Absolutely huge. If you can... Listen, as a coach, you're always trying to put everybody in a position where they'll succeed. And the way Klopp plays the game, if you've got players that that have got some pace and they've got the desire to defend and close the ball down, then that's a great place to start. Because when you win a back, as he said, Selby, you're closer to the goal. And if you've got ability, then you're probably going to either create chances or score goals yourself. So, 100, absolutely. Huge.
Stevie and Dan, whose idea was it to colour coordinate today? Were you both going for a Diego Simeone look? No, it's a complete fluke, wasn't it? It is indeed. Your wife messaged me uh, to say, you and, you and my husband twins tonight, and then she sent me a picture of us both together as if I didn't know what we looked like. So <laughs> 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 she did as well. Oh, oh, there we go. Oh. <laughs> looking sharp, the boys, aren't they? There they are, they are. They are, they are making sharp. their looking sharp. But it's not like your tank top, though, in the picture. That's, oh, no, that's quite something. Not there yet. You've know. gone for a woolen... Yeah, I don't know what I've gone for today. Yeah, here's, what, here's the issue. Not to call any names, but every time you change up your wardrobe, somebody else on the show yeah, changes Craig up, follows so yeah, up their wardrobe. I mean, if he comes in wearing that, oh my god, the carpet is going to go. Or if there's a picture of like a Chelsea shirt, ah, him, yeah. him looking salty ah, into the camera, that'd be amazing. Um, Kieran, how is it playing with Mesut Ozil? How would you describe him? Um, I mean, it was amazing playing playing with him from the moment he arrived, uh, his, his presence alone, um, you felt like a better player. You felt like a better player. Um, he never panicked, never seemed distressed. Uh, he had such a unique way of playing the game. Um, I actually fed him for his first assist against Sunderland. I think it, I think it was Sunderland away. Um, and he was ill. He was ill for two days prior, and he, but he, uh, Arsene put him in the squad. We didn't know if he was going to play or not. Put him in the starting lineup, um, and he came and he was just unbelievable. Yeah, he was just unbelievable. Um, and he, yeah, his, his debut assist. If you look look at it, he assisted Olivier Giroud. And that season. So you assisted the assist? Yeah, the second assist. Not, not quite the full thing. But no, started yeah. off by feeding them. Yeah. Even the ball when he. Yeah, kind of started well, If it wasn't for me, well, if it wasn't for me, yeah, wouldn't yeah, have got yeah, that first assist. Well, actually, I took the goal kick. What was the deal at the end? Because it almost felt as though he was just. He kind of had this tag of he was just taking the door. What, what, what actually being in the middle of it? I think, I think, I think there was a lot of external things going on in, in during the year that year. There was things going on outside of the pitch, you know, politically that was happening with him and, you know, some of the things that he may have come out of said um, that caused a lot of controversy, you know, in other regions of, of the world. Um, that's not me making an excuse. I think that that was the reality of, you know, part of what happened. Um, but listen, he, he, he's still the leading assist uh, player. I know, it's just unfortunate that people remember the last bit, though. They forget all the, 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 the brilliance before it. And when, I mean, it was the first thing that came to my mind, and I should know better, but the end was just horrible. It's not befitting of a guy who's that good. Yeah, more I was there in a moment, actually. Is Ooh. that my microphone, Russell? Sorry about that. Uh, Stevie, who's better, Ian Rush or Jaden Dance? <laughs> Jaden Dance has got a little bit to go yet. Russell's the best. Yeah. Hmm? I, I, I love seeing young kids come through. Yeah, of course he does. Of course. Mike is making I don't know. I think it's my mind's been playing up all day, Do isn't it? Uh, final question. Kieran, start, bench, drop these three players that you played oh. with. Cesc? As Urzel, Santi Cathola. Oh, Those on the podcast, this is thinking. This is Kieran's thinking noise. Yes. 
Different to Stevie's thinking noise, which is a big yeah. breath normally. Yeah. Uh, obviously, isn't it? Why are Kieran's thinking? If, if, if uh, Mesut Ozil is the leading assist... <laughs> Who's the leading yeah. assist to the oh, assist? Does that make Kieran the <laughs> leading <laughs> second assister <laughs> in the league? Right. I'm gonna, I'm Kieran. gonna, I'm gonna... At their very best, at these, these players at their very best, I'm gonna have to start. I'm gonna, play, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have Santi. Santi has to be. The Thorless number one, you said that yesterday, yeah? Yeah. He was involved, there's only three of them. And then I'm gonna. He's involved. Oh, I, can't, I can't drop Sesk. I can't drop Sesk. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to. Probably gonna have to. Have considering. Shot, by the way. I, I mean, I, I would say that I played probably my best. Years. I don't care about with, you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just got nothing to do with you, anyway. I've, I've assisted many an assist. Uh, I've assisted most of right. my assists. Right, so Santi. Um, Santi, Meza. Okay. Sesk. Okay, perfect. Thank you very much. I thought it was the last question. There's one more question. It's on my paper. Here it is. That's it. What? No, it's not there. Is that it? Brilliant. No, it's a disaster. Absolutely. There we go. Oh. Oh, okay. How has your knowledge of squash been affected by being on ESPN FC? Oh, there you are. Who's that too? So, because our producer's a big squash player, isn't oh. he? So now he's crowbarred this in, oh. thinking about him. You know what it's like? It's like Kieran asking about that. I did racquetball as a phys ed at Howard University, which is kind of squash-esque. Really? Yes, that's my claim to fame. Surely soccer was your phys ed. No, I didn't. I didn't do any soccer. I did racquetball, badminton, and volleyball. Got three years. What a joke. What? How could you not play football? Because I wanted to be outside of my comfort zone. So you went volleyball. What was the other one? Uh, racquetball. Yes. And badminton. Right. Wow. Yes. Good. I'm glad we wasted time on that. That's it. ESPN FC is back on your screens uh, tomorrow. Kieran's gone. Oh. Yeah, what a lovely time it has been. Wonderful. Man. Very nice. But um, well, I'm, not, I'm off as now for a few days. So. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm back tomorrow. Oh, of course you are. Shay. Are you back you, tomorrow? You, you shall, yeah. Uh, shall we coordinate? I can't All right. <laughs> Beautiful. All right, then. That's it. Thanks for the assist and the assist. We'll be back tomorrow. <laughs>